To my younger self, what's your story? To my younger self. 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 What's your story? so good to see you. Good morning, good morning. Who is here? Let's go into the chat room and see who we've got. Hi, Beverly Ross. It is so good to see you. I see you. I see you. Hi, Jane. Good morning. Again, congratulations for winning um, last week's pop quiz. That was incredible. You're always winning something, girl. It looks like you're on the winning team, huh? <laughs> Listen, as we always do, I beg of you. Hi, good morning, Christabel. It is so good to see you. Oh, I miss this woman. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Nakoa. I see you. I'm hugging you. I love you dearly. Thank you for joining us. Today is going to be another incredible, incredible one, and I'm very excited. It's summertime, so I'm sweating. Please do forgive me. It is one of those things, right? It's summer and yeah, anyway. But good morning. Listen, my name is Zoe Baraka. I want you to do me a favor, please. Go into the comment section and greet me in your local dialect. Can you do that for me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is the first Tuesday of July. It's July 5th. We are all very, very, very excited to be here. There's a lot going on in all of our personal lives, and that's why it is so great that we get to take a break and come together and share stories to encourage each other and also to just kind of flood the atmosphere, or as one of my very good friends, Avakato, will say, flood the stratosphere with good, positive stories of African um, origin. Okay, let's see who else is here. Who else is here? Baba Fawson is here. Hi, Baba. I see you. Hello. I see you too. I see you. Hi, Professor Audrey. Guys, the gang is here and I'm excited about that. <laughs> yes, Lady Abba said, yes, ma'am. That is true. That your word is so powerful. I love saying it. Stratosphere, stratosphere. Don't say it too much, okay, because then you can't say it. All righty. Listen, where are you watching us from? I hope you slept well. I'm always greeting everyone in different dialects from all over Africa because that is how unique we are. We have over 2,000 different languages in Africa. Can you believe that? Oh my good God. It is so good to see you. I just greeted you in the Kasal, um, which is my mother tongue, as I always say. Indinao to you. If you speak um, 
uh, Ewe, if you're from the Volta region and you speak Ewe, really anywhere in the world, as long as you speak Ewe, I just greeted you. And to say, I think someone just greeted me in, in, in that, right? I see uh, an Otiden somewhere. Yes, Baba Forsen says, or to then, yes, that is funny, or to then, or you can say, et to sing, or you can say, I am greeting you in all of the Akan dialects uh, from Ghana. It is so good to see you. Sawobonani to you. If you speak Zulu, I greet you, I bow to you. Thank you for joining us. Ooh, I see El Tai, brand El Tai, Ekaro to you. I was just going there. <laughs> Ekaro to you, if you speak Yoruba and you are Nigerian, really, you don't even have to be Nigerian, okay, because I speak a little bit, but all the ones that I know is not very good words. Stan, can you please tell me what Uriel means? <laughs> Yes, Ibella, Ibiokibari to you. If you speak Moshi, I greet you. I greet you. Of course, tell your time. I hope you're doing well. OJ Ko to you. Ugh. So he can't speak today. <laughs> if you speak Ga, I greet you. I greet you. I greet you. Nagadev to you. Tasan, you see to you. I am greeting you in the Walob dialect. Thank you for joining us. Karibu sana, Habari Gani, Habari Yaosubwe. All of these are, you know, Swahili. You know, we're just saying hello. We welcome you. Blessings to you. I greet you. I greet you. Kotonga, Mohelang to you. Do you speak Sesoto? I greet you. Jambo. <laughs> I like saying jumbo. I do not know why. Inyase Aloy Domilake, do you speak Pisa? I am greeting you. I greet you. Kotoli'i to you if you speak for Foldi. I thank you for joining us, all of our Fulani friends. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. A lot of people in Africa actually speak Portuguese. Do you know that? That's a fun fact right there, right? Yes. So bom dia to you if you speak Portuguese. Bonjour to you to our Francophone speaking friends. Thank you for joining us. Buongiorno, of course. Buenos dias, because hello, we're in the northern part of America, and there's a lot of our supporters who speak Spanish. So, of course, buenos dias to you. And in the <laughs> binary code that is now English, I welcome you. I welcome you. I welcome you. Thank you for joining us. Today is an exciting day. Oh, my God. The chat room is already blowing up. I do not even know where to begin. I greet you guys. I greet each and every one of you. Juliet, thank you for joining us. Yes, you won. <laughs> you are the greatest. I see you. Oh, my God. Adeline, bonjour to you. This woman, what a powerful woman. Were you guys here for last week's event? Whew. The kind of people that came out for this young woman, oh my God. Listen, as a reminder, please, please, please go on um, Amazon, especially if you got the book already, we need you to put in some reviews for her because this book is definitely what bestsellers are made of. Thank you, Lord. He inhabits our praise. That is the book. Go find it on Amazon. Go find it on Book Nuke. Um, and they will just send it to you. I'm telling you, Book Nuke is so fast. The other day, my big brother, uh, Nana Aredama, was telling me, well, he wasn't telling me, he just kind of posted it and I saw it. But, you know, somebody from the Netherlands or is it Canada put something, uh, an order in, and in like a record three days from Ghana, they got it. Can you believe that? This is how far we've come. So you can order from Book Nuke. Actually, I'd rather you order from Book Nuke. So 
Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. Of course, our esteemed producer herself, man, she kept me on my toes last week. She's here. Big sister Elsie, so much love for you. I see you. I see you. All righty. I'm excited about our next guest, an incredible, incredible man. And we just had a very interesting conversation backstage because I don't believe he's as old as he tells me he is. You know, I'm a little upset because men should not look that fine. I just kind of have embarrassed him for about a week or two now, just, you know, calling him fine boy. But I am not even being like, I'm not being funny. The guy is fine. Okay. We're just going to leave it there like that. Okay. This gentleman is Nana Sapo. And if you are on um, music for your quarantine feet, he is not a stranger okay he's a guy with the flag yeah <laughs> man that energy i was telling you can you give me some of your energy i need it i need a bad <laughs> but nana Safa is a hospitality consultant with over two decades again how is he even 20. Ugh. two decades in the hospitality industry Nana has spent the last 20 years in progressive management roles at Marriott International. Maybe is that hotel pampering? I don't know. I need to change careers or something because I still don't believe he's as old as he tells me. Anyway, during his leisure, leisure time, he takes the opportunity to travel and learn different cultures that helps him curate unique experiences for his clients. This is true. He tells no lies, okay? In the last seven years, Nana has been juggling his full-time career and his hospitality and lifestyle brand called Keys and Credo, okay? Or uh, let me put some Ghanaian in there. Keys and Credo. Yeah, there you go, Credo. <laughs> um, here, he focuses on providing solutions in hospitality and fashion for his clients. The scope of his business includes consulting, training, mystery shopping who can i be your mystery shopper i would love that <laughs> um except a wing of his business is a thriving african inspired men's fashion and home decor called life keys and credo i have to put that r in there nana's uh, nana enjoys everything that it involves elevating the african culture and black excellence and this is just a little bit of him okay nana has so much energy is ridiculous now before i introduce him so um <laughs> we had a few people troll nana this week and they came up with an incredible video this is the two facets of Nana that I'm going to introduce you before we bring him in to tell us stories. I already, Nana doesn't know we did this. All he knows is that he was being trolled a lot this week. <laughs> so this is a surprise for him too. Here we go. If I broke now my business, I'm a shy, you go right. All I care for the night. If I broke now my business, Good morning, everyone. As you all know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and some of us are working from home and casuals and PJs and all of that. And some of us have to go in sometimes and even those of us that have to go in dress um, casually. But anyway, hold on. Today, as I was pulling my shirt out of the closet, I realized that I had built a collection of ties, you know, I have close to or if not more than 100 neckties. So I decided that I'm going to pick the slim tie, um, you know, in this slim shirt, do a double knot um, Windsor or a double Windsor. 
and you know kind of like just dressed up a little bit which is something that we have been doing for a little while you know dressing up is part of self-care and self-care is really important even now more than ever because we're in a pandemic and a lot of people are depressed but you know what when you look good you feel good For real though, when you look good, you feel good. And uh, he, Nana is just on the spot right now. Okay, someone who, who said what here? They're like, hmm, Z, some men are fine, it hurts. I know, I was like, what? Are you sure? He was trying to tell me he's like matriculo. I'm like, bro, no, this is not matriculo at all. Someone over here says, uh, another one of our producers says that um, I can hide people. She says, Chai, Zoe can hide, but her words are all true. I know, right? Be a gang and everything. Anyway, let us stop gushing and bring the man out himself. This is the super fine boy. Absolutely incredible, fantastic. All of the great stuff you've just seen. Nana himself, I call him fine boy, the seventh. I mean, we're all the six, the first six this fine, or did they just kind of pass on all the fineness to him? We're going to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, storytelling connoisseurs, it takes a great person to take us 13 minutes to introduce him. Can you believe that? Here we go. Please, please, please put your hands together for the fine boy of the hour, Nana Sakon himself. Hey! <laughs> oh my God, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Why are you cracking up? I'm cracking up because... Um, you know, when you put, now we call it content, right? But before social media became this money-making um, tool, um, I, we just post, right? And and I'm watching the videos that you shared and I'm having an out-of-body experience because I'm thinking, is that me? <laughs> Man, that, that 360 dance, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, where does he get it from? <laughs> You put it out there. I put it out there and I walk away. Um, and I only walk away to come comment. I don't come back to critique, you know. So when I see it like this, especially the video with a tie, I don't even recall when I did that. <laughs> that's even funnier now. Oh, my God. Like, oh, wow. Where was that? And then it comes back to me. So that's why I'm wow. cracking up. I was laughing the entire time you were showing. <laughs> I love it. Now I kind of hope, wish that we kind of had you here when we showed it, so we can capture your giggles <laughs> and laughter. But anyway, Nana Fine Boy, how are you? I am fine, Zoe. How are you? <laughs> it is so good to see you. You have so many fans in here. It is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, and he's a good human being. You know what? As a filmmaker, as I showed that video, just the very beginning of it, and mm. I don't know, as we were editing it, and we said, hmm, this is Nana being Nana. I want a show that says being Nana. Oh, Seriously. wow. <laughs> I really do. Right? There should be a show that says being Nana. <laughs> That would be lovely. I, I think at some point in my life, I'm going to have a show because I hear that a lot. So mm. thank you for throwing another name out there. I have a name that I could possibly use. Please, <laughs> let me be a writer on that show. I would love it. <laughs> Nana, we tell stories here. So as always, my job is done 15 minutes in and I'm chill, right? So okay. I'm going to take a sip of my tea and right. over to you. Please take us away and regale us with your world adventures. All right. So um, I guess we all always have to begin from where it all started. Right. Mm. Um, 
I start my life story from the age of six, um, only because anything prior to six, I like my closest friends to have that information, not that there's any secret or anything. But um, I started six always because um, I was the only child until I was six. And then uh, my parents had my sister, who happens to be my only sister. I have half siblings. Um, so um, I come from what people would like to say, a broken home. And I'm going to put a twist on that um, because my parents were divorced, um, I think, when I was around eight years. Um, and with any divorce, there's that whole tumultuous, um, you know, phase where, you know, you're not talking to each other, you're fighting and all of that. And then my parents became the best of friends, you know, maybe two or three years after. So, um, you know, they put a spin on what divorce is and how terrible divorce can be because they co-parented um, myself and my sister. My dad went on and remarried. Um, my mom didn't remarry. Um, so people say product of divorce and what it looks like is really what you make, want it to look like. So that's a little bit of my background. Um, grew up in two parts of the world, but starting from age seven, I was, I was in Ghana. Um, went to primary school in Ghana. I went to a small school in um, Kanda, right around where Nana Kufuado's home is. It's called the Youngsters International. Um, as a child, I was always an individual, if you may. Um, I was the, the child that didn't care if anybody looked. I looked different you know, from anyone else. I had an Afro growing up. Um, so I always stood out. Um, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> you have to wait. Just yeah. stop. You had an Afro? I had, an, I had a big Afro, yes. I'm so mad we didn't yeah. do that yeah. dry run. So yeah. where are the pictures? We need I'll to share see them. them. I'll share them. I have some on, on social media, but I had a big Afro. So even in school, I was always, although you're not looking for the attention, you end up being that focus of attention, right? Mm -hmm. So I've always, quote unquote, been on the spotlight um, without even being on purpose um and when you do that what happens is that sometimes you attract the right people and sometimes you attract the wrong people mm -hmm. so i was sharing um with a friend um over the weekend that i was that child that would go out and bring anything home as far as friends i didn't have a level of friends like you know this is my type or this is not my type mm -hmm. it's if i can start a conversation with you then let's go so I was telling a story about um, a friend of mine who currently lives in Dubai. His name is Kofi. Kofi was my best friend as we were growing up. And Kofi's mom had a party for, for him. And here I am with my friends, quote unquote, Kubala boys, um, show up at Kofi's uh, party. And his mom had made his chocolate cake with nuts, you know, encrusted nuts all around the, the, the size of the cake. And these kids walk in, they say, oh, my God. It wasn't, oh, my God. It's like, hey, Nkati cake, right? <laughs> <laughs> and if you know what Nkati cake is, right, Nkati cake is the, the brittle, right? The, right, the, uh -huh. the peanut, peanut yeah, brittle. brittle. Right. Mm -hmm. So this lady had gone through all the trouble of making this cake. And these mm -hmm. friends whom I brought come in and say, hey, Nkati cake, right? And she was so pissed, she kicked them all out. So that's, that's, that's Wait, who I am. Did? I'm sorry. She kicked them out. Oh yeah, she did. Because <laughs> when we walk in, even as kids, we I realized from her face that who are these kids that this boy is bringing to my home, right? Um, so then they come in and they prove themselves that they're not, you know, well mannered <laughs> kids. So then she she kicks them out. But 
I was just sharing that part of the story to tell you who I am. You know, I'm that type of person that you can take anywhere um, because I will fit anywhere. Um, I don't put people in different classes. Um, and, you know, coming full circle, that's how I ended up in hospitality because when you work in hospitality, anybody that walks through the door is a special person, right? Wow. And, and that's how I have lived my life. Everybody that I come into contact with is a special person so wow. that's that's a little bit of my background so then i went to um high school i went to akraka um if you know akraka is rowdy you know rowdy boy mm -hmm. yeah i know <laughs> yeah we we're we're aggressive or we can be aggressive um you know outgoing sometimes just you know our 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 motto at that time is to be is better than to seem to be right mm. Which means bring your full self, you know, your whole self to the table. So whatever you saw outside, the reason why people said Akaka boys can be pushed and all of that is because behind the scenes, that's who boys are, right? But in front of the scenes, the Motowners and the right? Wait, wait, they, I think you're starting a war. They show that face, but behind the scenes, the way it works. Us, right? So when you grow up, you realize that we're all the same, the same people. So that's, that's wow. my secondary um, education. And then I ended up in the States um, and um, I did my undergrad here. Um, I've been in the States um, close to 30 years. Um, I've always lived in the state of Maryland. Again, um, how old are you? Don't tell us, but still, I just. I'm 46. I'm 46. You're saying? Yeah, I'm 46. And I think I look 46. Actually, I don't think so. Boy, you're fine. But we're going to stop you, here. You. I'm not going to, you know, because they're going to be like, oh, my God, Zoe. Why I know, you right? But I'm just saying, like, do you, you know, anyway, yeah. go on. Sorry. Yeah. So um, so I, I consider, you know, up until maybe eight years ago, I considered America home. I didn't want anything to do with Ghana when it came to, like. Really? Yes. Like, moving back in, in that sense. Um, but then, you know, over the last eight years, um, the word is woke, you know, I, I just, with my interaction, I realized that Ghana is a big part of me. Um, and I need to do a better job of one accepting and two promoting. So I, I spend a lot of time, although I used to visit Ghana a lot. Um, I spent a lot of time re, um, you know, learning a few things, learning the culture, understanding the culture even better and then promoting it. Um, so when I started my company, Keys and Credo, I, everything I do, I kind of put, you know, people say prayer, but I kind of put goals. And it's amazing how when you say things, it actually happens. Because when I was going into hospitality, everybody around me wanted me to do something else. And then I said to God. Sorry, what like, else was that? I'm sorry? What else? What is the something else? Oh, you know what? Be a pharmacist. Um, you know, the, the typical the typical Ghanaian, um, you know, I have to use word wisely because sometimes I say things and it comes back to bite me. But the mindset, right? The mindset of the one track mind of everybody has to be this and that to be great. And so I ended up in hospitality because I went to a library and I looked at a book that says, if you like this, this and this and this is what you like. So it was very strategic. I read a book that said, if you like these things, these are the careers that you can go into. So it was all passion and no money, right? Uh, money wasn't the focus. It was more so passion. So I'd get my hospitality and business. I mean, my my um, my degree in business and hospitality. Mm -hmm. And um, 
right before I was done with college, I was struggling with, you know, is this really what I wanted to do? Although I was great with it. And I kept on saying, God, if this is what it is, show me the way. And graduation is May, October before graduation. I get three job offers. All of them were signing bonuses. No one in my class had anything like that. They were struggling going on interview. And here I am. I have a whole semester and I have three jobs and I have the decision of picking one. Right. Wow. So, so that was something that I put out there to God and said, if this is the way, prove it to me. Right. So God proved it. Over the last 20 years, um, my prayer has been, God, I want to give this 20 years and I want to go on to the next phase of my life. I have always wanted to retire as a professor. Right. Um, so I'm always thinking about how do I get to that stage? You have to start somewhere. So my goal was that, you know, when I do 20 years, give or take, I'll be, you know, in my mid 40s. That's a good time to repivot and look at what else, you know, is ahead. And funny enough, you know, COVID happened right around the 20 year mark. Mm -hmm. And what happened to me is that it gave me almost like an out of body experience where I realized that this is the time to pivot. Right. So they talk about COVID doing so many bad things. For me, COVID was one of the best things that happened because it almost like it put the brakes on. And then I just looked around and I'm like, I'm here, right? What is the next phase? Prior to that, um, when I started Keys and Credo, I wanted to put my time into something that I can grow slowly, right, over the time. Because I had a full-time job. I didn't need money. I just needed somewhere that I can channel my passion. So when I started Keys and Credo, even the name... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Because we have another surprise video about oh, keys wow. and about keys and credo okay. that I think fits right here. So bear with me. We're gonna pull it up and uh answer those questions before we go wow. in, right? Wow. So wow. do you guys wow. know what keys and credo is? And do you see what's behind him? It sounds like we're doing an, a, a commercial. Yeah, I'm trying to sell here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we can. I'm thinking we should definitely, you know put uh, forces together and do an online pop-up shop. That would work. Honestly, yeah. I think it will. But do you see that? He's going to answer a few questions in his own being Nana way. Bear with us. I'm going to pull it up now and uh, kind of give him a giggle a little bit. <laughs> Here we go. Well, that was very simple. Um, it was almost like all the things that I enjoyed doing, all the things that I was pretty much good at, and just put it all up in the business. That, that was it, very simple. Okay, so with that, um, let me start with a credo. So credo pretty much means a padlock, right? Um, in the tree language in Ghana. And when you find yourself in a bind, when you find yourself in a problem, or when you find yourself in a place where you're not very comfortable, what you need is a key. A key is what would uncover the things that you're looking for. So we place the key in front of the credo saying that we are a solution to whatever opportunity that you have. Um, we are a solution to your problem. So even before we started, we're saying that we're here um, to provide you with solutions. Very simple, black and white, which is a very classic color, and gold, which is represents Gold Coast, which is now Ghana. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. These are like the FAQs of Keats and Credo. And now back over to you. Wow, you did my job for me. So that's that's exactly <laughs> that. You know, it's funny what you put out there on social media. 
um, and and how it tells the story. But that's that's simply the story. So when when I started Keys and Credo, I I had the idea in my mind. Um, you know, when you work in the hospitality, you get so much exposure um, from branding to everything because we're always rebranding, right? Where you you're creating a space or you're creating an environment where people walk in every day and they're refreshed, right? Where people walk in every day and they're renewed, you know, they're, they're comforted. Um, so you don't even know. I'm sorry. Can you read that comment for me? That's on the screen, please. You have a radio voice reminds me. Wow. 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 Have you ever heard that? (laughs) I have heard about my radio voice. I have heard about, um, voiceovers and all of that, but I, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. You know, and I was going to say one thing I was going to say, just I'll go back again, um, is that I have been able to grow a lot by listening to people. Right. Um, because there are a lot of things that are within you that sometimes you don't even know exist. Right. Mm-hmm. And I over the last few years, I have decided to listen mm-hmm. and I realized that, um, you know, people's voices can can mean a lot to you or can can be very powerful if if you listen so an example is you know someone saying you have a great voice what do i do with my voice right but then you jump into something because somebody said you had a great voice right so so those are all things so when we talk about uh uh, having a show you're not just going to jump into a show but that's something that's in the back of your mind because you keep on hearing it and it's confirmation of maybe where god wants you to go right so that's that's how i look at life but anyway Going back to Keys and Credo, when I started, um, I just wanted to do everything that I've ever done, right, and see what I'm good at, and then create a business based on that, right? Mm. I dress a lot of people in behind the scenes, women, men, old age, young age. There's so much that I do behind the scenes that you don't see. Like, I'll give you an example. My sister, when my sister was getting married, we bought a wedding dress, and I just changed the whole dress, right? I took it yeah. to New York and just change the look at the time where she was getting married um michelle obama had done that inaugural thing so we incorporated a few things from that and just rebuilt the dress where you can never find a dress anywhere else so there those are the little things that i do behind the scenes where people would just send you a message and say i'm going to a party what should i wear and we lay things out so i have always been in in fashion one way or the other um i've done personal shopping for people but there was this gentleman that I worked with, um, you know, the tie video was telling you about the ties. I been collecting ties for a long time. And there was this gentleman, a Caucasian guy that I always, I work with and he would see me every day and he would say, wow, I never thought, of, you know, how do you pull this all together? Right? Like, how do you do that? And one day he said to me, you need to have a business and call it Nana Wear, right? Mm. And he would say it every time to me, and I'm like, hmm, if this Caucasian guy is telling me I need to do this, then I need to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So the fashion was one one thing. Um, the hospitality is something that is a part of me. Like I show up anywhere and, you know, if it's an event, I find myself somehow being involved, although I'm not there to work. You know, I've gone to weddings where I've cut the wedding cake for the bride because the people in the location cannot cut the cake. I've gone to events where the MC didn't show up and here I am with a mic MC. And so those, you know, that's the whole hospitality thing. And I said, I wanted to do something like that. And you remember I said I wanted to be a professor, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole teaching aspect of giving back, you know, what you've learned. So that takes you to that 20-year mark. 
Um, so I, I, I consulted with a brand, um, um, what do you call them? A brand strategist. Mm. And the person told me that your vision and your concept seems to be all over the place, right? You need wow. to, you need to just take one thing and master it. Right. And she was fired at that moment because she wasn't speaking my language. <laughs> Poor woman. Oh my she wasn't God. speaking my language because what people always do and the thing that I said before I even started talking was that I've always been an individual. Mm. So every time I find myself in a space where people are trying to put me in a box, I get so upset I have to leave that space because it means that I don't have anything to offer because what I bring is so many things. Yes, I get it. I can be one thing today and I can be the other thing today. But what I don't like is when I feel like people are trying to limit me because in their mind, this is who I have to be. So that moment she was fired and I went back to the drawing board and I just started doing, you know, the same, the things that I wanted to do. So if somebody wants an MC, we talk about it and I'm there emceeing. If somebody wants an event planner, I'm there. You know, if somebody wants a conference planner, I'm there. If somebody wants a consultant, I'm there consulting in different, you know, aspect like um, the core, you know, just how does this look like? How does that look like? And so I, I've been able to create that company that I wanted to have where I'm able to use the resources and all the talents that I've acquired over the last 25, 30 years into something that I can give back to society. So that's that's what Keys and Critters is all about. Wow. And so <laughs> this is so incredible. I like how <laughs> producer puts it, Nanessa on the solutions guy. Maybe that's your, <laughs> that should be the tagline, right? The solutions yeah. guy. As we were trolling you, some of them, you know, Nana will just show up and suddenly he's serving the food. I'm like, how? Like, what is going on here? You know, just last week, I think there was an event and there was a video up. Everyone was in like a hotel room or something. Yeah, yeah. And before I realized you're talking about where is my jollof or something, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this is incredible. Like, he's just like, well, I'm here. I'm very large, like life. I don't care who notices or doesn't yes, notice. Yes. And that's absolutely yes. incredible. Yeah. What would you be teaching? Will you be teaching young adults how to be who they truly are? Yes, um, it's, it's being your best self, right? Um, you know, being an individual doesn't mean that you have to be set in your ways. It doesn't mean that, and like I told you, I listen a lot, right? And that's how I learn. Um, and I've always been a very open person where you can talk to me about anything, about me, you know, um, about others and about things. So I, I am very open where I think that's how I've been able to have long-term friendships because I don't judge people. And that's not to say I'm not going to correct you, right? I'm very, I'm very honest. And when we're having a conversation, let's just put all the cards on the table, right? Why are we where we are? Um, so, um, I did, I did um, a class on kids. I did a test um, on kids where I called um, swag or sag, right? That was about six years I ago. I love it. Yeah, where the whole concept is: Do you want to wear your pants down, or do you want to wear your pants up, right? But how do you teach the kids how to do that? You know, boys, I say that, you know, the boys or the men that we're putting out in the world are not enough for the, what the women have going for them, right? In the sense that women go through a lot of training, a lot of you have to do this before puberty, you know, your mom is teaching you how to clean yourself, how to do this, how to do that. 
And then you have to take care of others, but you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. So women, the training that women get is totally different from the training that men get. We are brought up to be taken care of, right? We're the big babies. You know, yeah. it takes boys a very long time to, to you know, potty train. You know, we've, we're always babies, believe it or not. But again, we're also taught to be strong, right? But within us is that spirit of wanting to be taken care of. So I always say that the men that are being produced are not of the same caliber of the women, right? Oh, who are you uh, telling? Who are you telling? <laughs> we're not putting the same energy and the same effort, you know, to train our men. You know, a girl would know how to wear a skirt, but a guy probably would not even button their shirt right, you know? So when I did the swag and sag, the sag or swag, um, we, we did a whole training of taking the kids through public speaking. Um, I had a cop come out and tell them about how to, and it was all black kids. I, I devoted to black kids. And I think it was 50, 30 to 50, I don't remember, 30 to 50 young boys from the age of 10 to 16. And we're all in the hotel conference room where, you know, the, the cops started and told them about how to behave, um, you know, why, you know, black kids are profiled, um, the whole mindset of a cop. We went through, um, writing skills we brought somebody in to teach them about writing you know presentation we taught them about how to dress you know what different shirts there are different ties um and then we went into lunch and it was a three-course meal where we showed them how to have you know a formal table setting and how to eat you know what fork to use some of these things we we get taught in ghana in secondary school right but not even in a formal setting you know so they had the opportunity to dine, you know, in a formal setting. And then we had a, um, a section where they learned how to make their beds. Because that's one thing that us boys are not good at. Mm. We just wake up and we just go. And I was telling Fisho the other day that in boarding school, some of us had the same cloth that we went to Form 1 at Form 5. And probably it was never washed. <laughs> oh, my God. Think about how dirty that thing looked. <laughs> So, you know, they say boys, boys will be boys, right? But um, especially for black kids, you know, the training that black kids receive, and sometimes Africans, we like to differentiate ourselves from African-Americans because we like to think that we're, we're better or we're different. But even the black African kids that are being put out there nowadays are very rough on the edges. Um, and I know that because I've worked in an industry where we use a lot of interns, um, we use a lot of people that just come in part-time and you talk to some of these young boys and you're like, well, how did you even get to college? And you don't know this and you don't know that. Um, and they have a parent, you know, they have a two parent home. Um, and are we, are we using our resources like the uncles, you know, the, the, the cousin that's here, you know, sometimes we need to put the kids out there for them to go and get those training. So what am I going to be teaching was a question. Um, I'm going to be teaching anything that has to do, you know, it's a lifestyle, you know, everything yeah. that has to do with our lifestyle, everything that has to do with everything that I've learned. Like right mm -hmm. now, I am diving into hospitality. I've told you about the conference that I'm doing in Accra. Great. And I'm learning so much in that space, right? And even with fashion, like I'm taking a class with Parsons in New York where I'm learning the business of fashion because wow. dressing people is different from the business of fashion, right? Mm -hmm. So um, everything that I have learned, my goal is that eventually when I retire, I'll be able to give back to society. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to be teaching. Wow.
Yeah. Wow. You know, we've never done this uh, on to my younger self, but I think I want to do this. And Nana, I, I'm definitely putting you on the spot because, you know, I think you're up for it. Uh, guys, give me a thumbs up if you think he's up for it. I'm going to open it up for a Q&A with Nana. This is being Nana, right? Uh, so if you if you think it's, it's, it's a good time to have a Q&A with him, can you give me a thumbs up? And if we get three of them, then I'm going to ask you guys to start firing and, and, and giving us some questions. But, um, <laughs> oh, look at that. We have one. There is one. Radia says, yes, thumbs up, thumbs up, yes. Where's the other one? Where is the, I know you guys want to hear from him. Who's got a thumbs There's up? more of this, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Thumbs up. There we go. Oh, well, I got a yes. I got that. <laughs> There we go. Okay. So wow, Stan. <laughs> we I can't see who's out there, so I'm just looking at the comments. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, there, shoot, someone gave us two thumbs okay. up. Um, I guess I can't wait. All right. Here. There we go. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> Lady Abba is there. Everyone is giving a thumbs up. All right. So we're going to do a marathon thing because, okay. again, this is never done before. We just go with the where the spirit leads us. That's what of we course, do. Of course. <laughs> so where is the question? Uh, let's see. This is, uh, oh, I love this woman. She is being a typical producer now, right? She's, <laughs> all right. Question. What drives you? People. Oh, all right. You're going to have to elaborate on that one. Um, You know, I I wake up and I I just, you know, want to engage right i wake up I'm, I'm the type i mean at home sometimes i'm very quiet like my sister would probably tell you i'm i'm quiet at home but once i get out of the home i'm ready to engage that's that's what drives me yeah wow yeah wow do you normally like have a people pill that you swallow before you start? <laughs> like i'm so curious about that no I, I don't i because you know you you have to take people for who they are right mm -hmm. um every now and then i encounter people and i have that I guess the spirit of discernment is what you call it. Because mm -hmm. when you deal with people a lot, you need to have something that tells you how to know what people are and what they're bringing. And I think yeah. I have that because I can be in the midst of so many people and to be able to connect with people on different levels. Wow. So yeah, it's not a pill, it's just a skill. <laughs> not a pill, a skill. It's a yeah. skill. So yeah. what drives Nana is people, is you yes. and yes. you and you, all of and you. Everybody. That's what drives him, and that what it, that's what informs his. I love your travel logs. Oh my God, we're gonna talk about that in a few. Okay. And I love this. We never do this on to my younger self where we're just having a conversation and it's an interview because it's a storytelling. Thing. I know you said that. So <laughs> you just brought a whole different twist out of nowhere. I just Amen. felt like we had to do this. <laughs> All right, Fresha says, any challenges so far, and how did you over? I I, I believe she wanted to say overcome it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go a little bit tell deeper. Tell us in story form. I'm gonna be deeper and more transparent. Um. So. Um, when COVID happens, right, and this probably be about three minutes, when COVID happened um, in my field, I was one of two people in a building of 250 people that were left behind. Everybody was laid off. Um, and what, and laid off temporarily, like people went on furlough. And for eight months, I was one of two people that was running a building that's a multi-million dollar. So I was the one that was making the decision that the general manager would be making, one of two. Um, because all those people who were furloughed were almost like silent because they weren't being paid. So it was illegal for them to work. Um, so 
went through all of that. And then um, last year, sometime I had to separate myself. It was a mutual thing where um, I separated myself or let's say Merritt and I got separated, right? And so over the last maybe six to eight months, um, I've been on my own, so to speak. Right. Um, but when I said that, you know, um, that 20 year mark, it was right along that time. So how have I dealt with it? Um, can you imagine working for an organization for 20 years where you live and breathe? And then um, when all that, when this conversation happened, um, I was given options, right? And I also had options. And my options were not aligned at that time with the option that they were giving me. So I said, I'm going to walk away and figure it all out. And if it's great, I'll come back. So I was I was getting ready to go on a road trip. And um, I was supposed to work that day because we had a client meeting. We had a top client meeting the day before. So we did a full day meeting and then we did a whining and dining. I got home around 11 o'clock and my next day was supposed to start at 10. At this point, we've gone back into the office. Um, my day was supposed to start at 10 and end at five. And then I was going to get in the road and drive all the way to New York and continue. I was doing three states marathon, if you may. Um, so my day ended at 11 instead of four, because after the conversation, I had to leave, right? Um, so it was almost like, okay, do you want to stay till the end of the day? Or do you want to, I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll leave because I have to get on the road. So let me just, you know, move on because there's nothing that I have to do today. We can continue when I get back from, from my vacation. So I got on the road and I never looked back. I got on the road and I didn't feel anything. Right. What I felt was that that building that I work in was taken off my shoulder. Right. So it's almost like wow so this was the burden that i had right that i thought this was my life and it was actually in the burden so i went on the road and had the best time ever because i didn't have to check my email i didn't have to text because i've always had two phones um most people have their work phone but i've always had two phones because i've always said that when my work phone was taken away from me i don't want to be that guy that will be scrambling to say you know what i'm gonna go get another phone um so i've always had two phones so when i left my phone in my office because i had to come back and do like a two three week process of a turnover and then also decide on because i was given options decide if i wanted to take the option or not i just said let me go and clear my mind and come back and decide you know what i wanted to do and i came back and i decided you know what i'm just going to give it more time so that has been the challenge the challenge has been that um you know yes i was compensated um i took in you know some money that would kept me sustained but there were a lot of things that was a part of my life that all of a sudden was cut off. Um, and even money, right? Money is coming in, not coming in the way they're supposed to. So when you ask the question of challenges, that's how I've dealt with it. I've dealt with it where I've been very positive. I've dealt with it where I've used the time to grow. I've used the time to travel more. I mean, for all the travel that I've traveled, this was the first time that I was able to become a platinum with Delta. This was the first time I was able to become a platinum with Marriott on less money <laughs> you know and on less money so it's when they say when life gives you lemon make lemonade that, that's my story so that's how i've been able to do challenges wow but you don't see that do you say that again you see that i mean do you see that you know i'm i'm in a point in my life where i don't that's why i'm just going like what yeah, is, that's that's, that's that is you don't yeah. Actually, I think when I think about you, I'm just like, man, this guy's having the 
best time of his life. I am. <laughs> he's just like every single day, Nana's just doing something like, you know, so it doesn't show and that's incredible. So again, wow. Yeah, I tell friends, you know, a friend of mine called me the other day and said, you know what? You are so independent that I know that if you're dying, you probably would not tell anybody. No, I, I, I am independent because I've always been independent, but it doesn't mean that um, I don't need help. Right. Mm -hmm. I appreciate help when it comes in. And mm -hmm. I was sharing this with um, Fisher and Belinda. I say, you know what? Going through this phase, although I haven't told anybody what I need and for the most part, I don't need much, right? Yeah. But people have, have gotten the opportunity to bless me because they think that this is the time too, right? Incredible. Every other time, they haven't felt the need. Mm. So there are times where people are sending me stuff and I'm like, why are you sending me this? I didn't ask you for that, right? But in their way, they're saying, you know what? You've been this to me over the last 25 years. You've been that to me over the last five years. This, I think, is your time of need. So I'm here to bless you. So what it has also taught me is that um, there are people in my life that I never gave the opportunity to show yeah. me how much they cared about me, mm. you know, um, because I've always been the type of person that's always given. I've never been the type of person that was receiving. Wow. Um, so now I've seen that. Wow. It, and I never felt that I was giving too much and I wasn't receiving. I just give. Just did. Now, now I have seen what they say. You reap, you know, what that's you sow. Because even where I'm not trying to harvest, I'm harvesting. <laughs> Preaching now, you know. <laughs> you know. When I haven't asked, I'm receiving, you know. Wow. So, and every time I get in that panic, right? Like, okay, this is the time. Because I gave myself March, right, mm -hmm. of this year. And then I pushed it to September because I'm doing this huge program in Accra. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, September it is. And then I'm like, maybe not September. And then something happens that says, you know what? Continue to do what you're doing. I got you. This is God saying, you know, I've, I have this covered, you know, don't worry about this because somebody did something that answered a prayer or um, answered that question of fear. Like, you know, I don't want you to be afraid. You know, I have you. So, I got you. so wow. yeah, I, I wanted, I think I wanted to be a little bit transparent because people ask the question a lot. Um, do you work? I'm busier now than I've ever been. <laughs> my day starts at yes. four o'clock. Um, and my day never ends. Um, when I worked, we used to work full time. My day started at 5 a.m. and it ended at 10 p.m. because I also have to do the keys and credit thing in right. between. So my life is even more busier now. My friends said, We want you to go back to work full time because you're too busy now. Now we can't get you. <laughs> that is incredible. You know, I think it was uh, Apostle Joshua Selman. He said one of the most powerful things when a man is in trouble, or the true mark of a, a man is when he's in trouble and help comes quickly. Yes, yes. It means you've done something with your yes. life. Yes. He said, woe betide a person who is in trouble and there is no help. Yes. So, yes. I mean, you have lived a good life. That's what it means. There's a question from El Tai, the, the, uh, I, I call him El Jefe. So yes. El Jefe himself, <laughs> he says, <laughs> <laughs> I saved myself because I normally do not have my cushions here, but he asked that question. So Stan comes to me and says, I want to get some of your cushions for my coffee shop, the Maya's um, right. in mm -hmm. Lagos. And I said, you know what? The trouble of these cushions is that the way to ship it. So look at this, right? Look at this size. Oh, if my I was to God. Ship it to the UK, 
you would pay an arm and a leg for it. Yes. And then he goes back to me and he says, or maybe you can just give me the, the cover and I'll put my cushion in there. And I haven't answered that question yet. <laughs> and I'm going to answer the question today. So when, Stan, when I started doing these cushions, right? Um, and it is a cover. This is a suite, right? Um, I don't sell the, 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 the cover only. Let me put it back because this is self-promotion and that's not what we're here for. It's um, all good. I love this. Um, yeah. Don't, I don't sell the cover alone because the one thing that I dealt with when I was doing the whole keys and cradle thing is the whole mindset of Ghanaians thinking that if I can get this in Ghana for this much, why would I buy it from you? Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was a struggle in the beginning because it affected my pricing. Mm -hmm. And when I price items, I was pricing it and thinking, okay, if they can get it in Ghana, then why would they buy it this much, right? Mm -hmm. And that was like two years of that struggle. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Take it or leave it, mm -hmm. right? If you want to go get it in Ghana, you're not my clients. Mm -hmm. And once I changed that mindset, because I realized the energy that I put into stuff, I realized how much time I take to source fabrics. I realized the uniqueness of some of my designs. And most of them, um, if you may, if you want to go duplicate it, so be it. If you want to get somebody else to make it for you, so you're not my client. So once I changed that mindset, I started being able to charge a little bit more than what I was charging for because I wasn't worried about the the thought of what people were thinking. I was more concentrating of making the product worthwhile so that somebody would pay the price that I'm charging for it. And even today, I still get friends telling me your things are too reasonable. You need to increase your price. Mm. So the reason why I do not sell the covers is because you can make a cover, right? Can you make it the right size? Would it feel the same way, right? I have gone through a lot of research and a lot of time to get it to feel the way that it feels, to shape wow. it. Right? So I am not going to give you the cover because you can buy a two-yard fabric and make this cover. Would it be aligned the same way that this is aligned? No. So um, I tell people, and that's why I don't promote the pillow so much because the shipping becomes an issue. Mm. And those people who want to pay, and Stan is an exception because she's in the UK. He's in the UK. Um, those people in the US who want to pay the price do that and pay to ship it. But I don't sell the covers only. Um, no. That's to answer his question. But Stan is a special case. I'll make Yeah, it. you know. So, yeah, we're probably going to figure it out with uh, El Jefe himself. Thank you very much for that question. In the yeah. beginning, I thought that was a funny question, but it turns no, no, out it really isn't a, a real life. Question. <laughs> He's actually being real. He's like, bro, I need this for my business now. Yeah. And yeah. I love that about Africans now. Back in the day, we would rather go and, and source yeah. it from yeah. another person that is not yeah. African. But yeah. look at Stan doing incredible things. Yeah. Branded Eltai is now, I saw his windbreakers and I was like, ooh, I want one of those. His stuff is very well made. I have, yes. I, have, um, I have a sweater from him. I have a t-shirt from him. I have two caps from him. Um, wow. And it, you, know, you know, most of the time when we think about African product, although his stuff is not really made in Africa, mm -hmm. um, but the, the time that he puts in there, it shows. When you feel his fabric, you know there's a quality fabric and he's right. also one of the persons that can sell his stuff way more than what he's selling it for but it's always you have to start somewhere right and wow. most of the time you want to start home you know mm -hmm. and i said this when i started keys and credo i said that my friends were not my clients and i've been proven wrong <laughs> i love because it i can sustain my business 
on my friends alone. Not everybody has purchased from me, but the number of friends that I have, mm. if I was to concentrate on only my friends, I can mm. sustain my business without going outside because the ones that have been supportive have actually exceeded my expectation. That is so, incredible. So we always, you always want to yeah. start there. And then yeah, with there. friends yeah. and family. And and I'm so glad yeah. that, you know, he's reaching out like, yeah, that's my Ghanaian brother. I'd yeah. rather give him the business yeah. than to give it to someone else. And this is what Africa should be about. And that's why we're here. Let me tell you, now I'm thinking, oh my God, Zoe, why did you open up the floor for questions? Now the questions are coming, this right? It's like incredible. Um, Kofi, <laughs> Kofi's just being bad, I know. <laughs> Well, and he's another guy that I'm looking at going, bro, are you sure you're that age you say you are? What is I know, going on? What kind of water are you guys Very drinking? Yeah, it's incredible. Right. But Kofi says, you always seem to be uh, full of energy. How do you keep going? Which ties into the question that our producer also put there. How do you recharge? So, yes, okay. can you tell yeah. us? So how do you know? I said this people, right? Mm -hmm. When when you wake up and you know that people are dependent on you, then you need to fuel yourself. Um, mm -hmm. So I, you know, before I wake up, people are texting me questions and people um, are looking for me to help them with one thing or the other. When you work in hospitality, when you walk through the door, mm -hmm. you have to leave all your problems at the door. So mm -hmm. I can't. I've never had a bad day because I've never been allowed to have a bad day because. I have my team depending on me to to charge them because I have to be motivated mm -hmm. to motivate them. So that has been my life. How do I recharge? Because you need to recharge. If not, you're going to break, right? Mm -hmm. When you keep on give and give and give and give, you need to be able to take care of yourself first before you're able to take care of others. Mm -hmm. That's where, for me, traveling has come in. I do a lot of solo traveling and people wonder, is he with someone? Does he have this secret life that he knows? Well, yeah, can I be the one that asks? What's going on there? I mean, seriously. Yeah, because people have asked that question, you know, are you sure you're the only one on this trip? Are you sure, you know, you're There's getting- so many people to, around you. What's to going take, on? To, to take pictures. And I'm thinking, I can walk into any room and talk to anyone. I can walk into any room and bond with everyone. So I take those solo trips to recharge, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I take those solo trips to learn. I take those solo trips to learn about myself. And then, of course, I do group trips also. So at Marriott, people knew me as a vacation guy because six weeks is what I give and I'm ready to recharge. And it could be New York. Mm -hmm. It could be any, you know, anywhere. I have to leave my environment to recharge. So that's how I recharge. Yeah. Wow. That. Thank you for that answer. And I, I guess you answered a lot of people's. Uh, <laughs> Juliet is being funny now, but I think it's a great question because I've been like so many glasses, Nana. How many pairs do you have? Oh, my God. I have. I can't count them, but I probably have. Well, now I only have about three or four because I've broken. I've broken four glasses this well, year. Well, the rate at which you dance, obviously, yeah, yeah, you're going to get them broken. Right. Yeah, glasses, you know, when you wear, I've been wearing glasses since a teenager. And when you wear glasses, you are compared to a nerd. I'm not a nerd, right? I'm I'm a very, what's the word? Um, eclectic, if you may. And glasses have always been, in my corporate world, my, my neckties and my glasses has always been a way to show my personality. Because um, my organization, you only wear navy blue, dark colors, right? And I've never been a, a light color suit kind of guy. I, I like bright shirts, but I've never been a bright suit unless I'm going to like a party or a wedding. Or But when you see me at work, I'm in a navy blue suit or a light gray suit with a popping tie. Um, 
or a popping bow tie, like something like this, you oh know, um, yeah. or something like that. So colors, I always brought in the colors with my sunglasses. I mean, my, my frames, you know, so I had red, red frames. I've had green frames, blue frames. Um, so it's, it's a way of showing my personality that I'm, I'm fine. I don't take myself very seriously. And even with that, with Marriott, it was a struggle um, because I've had bosses make comments about my glasses, like, okay, where are you going with that? You know? Wow. So when we have, when we have meetings um, with certain clientele, I will wear my darker frames like these are, I consider these dark, although it has that gold on the mm -hmm. bottom. And then when, you know, on my regular day, I'll have my blue on, my red on, my green on. Um, so I have, I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of glasses. I need that actually people yeah. would even consider to ask you where you're going with those oh, it's yeah, your yeah. glasses what is their water like yeah, because, what is their problem yeah because you know people people project what they feel that mm -hmm. you need to be yeah right? wow. um, and you don't take offense to that because that's their world um is how you allow it to affect your world that's how i've always seen that so nothing offends me just say it i'd rather you say it to me than you say it then, behind yes you. yes yes yeah. Wow, yeah. Christabel has, uh, this question is very interesting. She says, you may have worked with difficult people in your industry. How did you manage yourself and people in some of the difficult situations? Um, I've always looked at people as, you know what, uh, you're the problem, I'm not, right? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you're the pro I mean, if you're upset, you are upset because you want to be upset mm. because I'm not the problem, you know? So wow. if I've upset you, let's talk this through i didn't like what you said but why are you going on just being loud and cussing and all of that mm. um we do deal with a lot of difficult people we deal with people who insult you wow. um you deal with people who um demean you mm. you deal with people who undermine you you deal with all of that like when i worked at one point i worked at the jw Marriott in washington dc and that hotel was the expense the most expensive hotel in dc um in the sense in regards to having events the four seasons was an expensive hotel in regards to rooms mm -hmm. but if you wanted to do anything at the jw it was the most expensive so it tells you what type of clients we had so my name a lot of caucasians or a lot of people who are not african or even Ghanaian, when they hear that name there are two things that comes to mind a female and apparently my last name is a thai name right somewhere in thailand they have a name like more so before i walk through the door before I walk out, the perception or the image they have in their mind is that it's going to be a female, either thigh or something of that sort. So here I am, I walk out as a black male. Um, black men, our stereotype is that we're not organized. Our stereotype is that we're aggressive. You know, there's the whole- All that, yeah. So here I am trying to make a $1 million dream happen, right? Is he capable? You know, can he do? So I've had people tell me, um, is that somebody else we can work with? Right. Um, I've had people ask, who's the boss? You know, I've had people say, are you the bellman? You know, there was one time where a lady, because I was kind enough to help her with her luggage, when I took her into the building and she, she um because i was talking to her as we were walking in mm -hmm. she was introducing me to her clients and said meet nana he's the security guy here he was great um helpful enough to help me with my luggage do you take offense to that right i was a director at that hotel so do you take offense to that no no did you i didn't because at the door there are four people who look like me 
who are also in a suit who are security, right? So is she wrong or is she not? But maybe what she should have done was she should have allowed me to tell the person who I was versus her just doing that. So you get that a lot. And it's them. It's not you. You know, people, it's if, you want, if you want to correct people for every mistake that they make, you're going to be a very upset person working in my industry. Wow. You have to be humble. Yeah, you have to be very humble. Wow. That's incredible. That's a, uh, as Elsie as, uh, would say, um, that's perspective right there. Yeah. It's always, it's not really always about the other person, but in this particular yeah. case, really it's about their perceptions, their yeah. culture, their yeah. upbringing. So yeah. how yeah. can you even take offense yeah. to that? Yeah. Wow. And your reaction can, again, there are stereotypes. Your reaction mm -hmm. can say, if I had reacted in a way that most people would have reacted, now I'm that black guy who mm -hmm. is not polished, <laughs> right? Wow. So, so you walk away and you just learn from that experience. That is incredible. Thank you for that answer. I know Christabel definitely got something from it. And I'm so excited to see Christabel. I love her so much. She has such a calm spirit. Hey, Christabel, it's so good to see you. And thank you for watching to my younger self. Audrey says, are you mentoring any of the youngsters? I guess from oh. the other story. Where yes, you, yes. So, so it's it's funny, right? How um, you know what you do for kids sticks mm -hmm. with them. Um, I have a friend who says every time his one of the kids is in college now, mm -hmm. every time his kids is misbehaving, he said, I'm gonna call the hotel guy. <laughs> and the guy just gets, you know, <laughs> I love that. The guy just acts right because he said, you know, daddy, no, I don't want to talk to him because I'm gonna call him and say, How come you didn't do this? How come you didn't do that? I don't have a um, mentee as 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 well. I mean, I, in regards to kids, mm -hmm. but I I influence a lot of kids, if you may, because mm -hmm. um, I don't have kids of my own yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I say yeah because I do want kids. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, like my friend Lucien will go to Macy's and said, um, "Nana, you know, my son is going to this dance. What should she? What should he wear?" And I'll drive over to the mall and we'll pick something out for him. And then the next time they'll do a FaceTime call and I'll help with that. So I I avail myself into so many, you know, places and so many um, homes. And I say that even not having kids helps me touch more kids than I would have if I had kids, right? Mm -hmm. Because when, when you have kids of your own, you are concentrating on your own. And you don't have time to concentrate on others, right? Yes. So I'm that everybody's uncle, whom they can, they can, they can. And let I'm me tell you what, what this child, said, <laughs> what this child said the other day. And I said, no, 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 no. You don't want to do that mm -hmm. uh, because I don't want you to live your life because you don't know where my life is going to end. Mm -hmm. but one of my friends' son said that, mommy, I want to be like uncle. You know, I don't want to have any kids. I don't want to be married so I can just travel the world. And I said, no. Ooh, no, no. Wow. But if that's who they want to be, you know, that's fine. But um, I just wanted the child to know that, yes, I do want kids. I'm not saying everybody has to have kids. Mm -hmm. I might not have kids. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't want you to use me as a benchmark because right. you see me going to all these places. Mm -hmm. If you want to do that, I'm sure that people who are married are doing yeah, the same thing. Just do, do the same. Wow. Yeah. wow. I didn't want them to use me as that because then very soon people don't even want you in their home because they think you were a bad influence to their kid. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Wow. That, it's funny, like every time there's a question, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a very simple question and you just take it to a whole different level. That answer, well, storytelling. I know, you're like really deep in there. And 
I'm telling you, Nana, like the questions are coming in so hard. Oh my God. Uh, you seem to have a great outlook on life. What's one thing that frustrates you? Um, I think what frustrates me is when I give people the opportunity to be honest and they're not. Mm. Um, I think that's very frustrating. And I'm not, when we say honesty, most of the time people think you're talking about their personal life, right? right. You, you're coming to me with, with a problem, but you don't want to put all the problem on the table. Mm. And then as we're going along, we're uncovering a lot of things. You're wasting my time. I get really, really frustrated with that when people say they want to give, but they don't give it all. Um, why? Don't don't start at all. You know, mm. don't don't come to me with a half baked good and you want me to do something with it when you're the one that said you needed the help. So wow. that that really frustrates me. Wow, wow. Yeah. So yeah, this honesty frustrates Nana. Now we know because honestly, I think everyone in, in in here right now, all fifty some of them watching are going like, we don't think Nana ever gets frustrated at all. <laughs> but he does. <laughs> People will say, I've never seen you upset. And that's a choice that I make. It's not, it doesn't mean that I'm not upset. Mm. It means I'm not going to, every now and then I'll, and you know what? I'm a boom, boom, move on, right? Right. So I don't like what you said. I don't like what you said. Mm. I'm done, right? I am done. But if I realize that is a trait, if right. I realize that you have a motive, if I realize that you are malicious, that's when I cut you off, right? But it takes, it takes a while to get to that point because I believe that we're not perfect, right? But if you've decided that you're going to make this your traits and you don't fit in my life, then mm. and we can't be. Then you can't. I, I have to uh, break protocol. Well, I'm not breaking. I'm actually honoring protocol to say hello to Uncle Fisher. Uncle Fisher, I salute you, sir. Uh, another incredible, oh. incredible dude that I just absolutely love uh, of music for your quality feet. Yes. The beautiful thing that I love about to my younger self. Yes. Oh, are we going to do a dance or something? I don't know. <laughs> That's it right there. Music for your quality feet. Listen, we are here uh, to talk about positive, impactful people from all across Africa. And that's what To My Younger Self is about. So when I see people like you, people like Uncle Fisho, and I don't know why I feel like I should call him uncle. He just has that Uncle Fisho look. And I just love him for that. You, you know, it's just so gracious that people like you would even spend time to tell a story. So Uncle Fisho, I greet you and I love you dearly. Thank you. Thank you for showing up again. You, this is um, showing Nana's character because he made time for you because you make time for him all the time. You know what I mean? And I just love that. I, again, if you were in here before, I used to think that was like your little brother, but I know. not even that. <laughs> You and I go, go way back. We're we're opposites. Like what, what I would do, Fisho would not do. What Fisho would do, I might want to do. <laughs> but um, personality-wise, we're we're opposite. But I think right. you know, the opposites attract. Uh -huh. um, it's just complementing each other. You know, right. where where one person falls short, one. And I'm sure people have wondered. You know, how does he deal with this? Not a crazy guy. You know? <laughs> No, nah, I think he can handle you. I think he's that, he's that uh, you know, diplomatic filled with panache. Uh, Stan T says, let me read this in in in, uh, in the Nigerian accent. I beg, this one is too much story. Uh, please just ship to Lake. Like, know, oh, right? story. Ah. <laughs> You're telling me all these stories for I what know. reason? <laughs> to me. All right, we're going to take maybe another three questions and then we yeah. will be done. Um, Lady Abba says, Nana, lovely uh, cushions website please so i don't have a website 
Um, I started, funny enough, this website question comes keeps on coming up, but yeah. I started working on website three months ago and I had to fire the person. Um, <laughs> because finally we get to the point where we, we need to take it to the next phase. And I realized that their vision is not aligned with my vision. Mm -hmm. um, again, people always want to put you in, in something. In, in your boxes, yeah. so last night, I'm looking to get somebody else. I sell, I say I do one-on-one -on -one sales. Mm -hmm. um, I sell on IG. I post a lot on social media. And people say, how come I can never find you? So when I post something, it means it's on sale. <laughs> hey! <laughs> when you see me wearing something, it means you can get something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's how I've sold. And I've also, also tried not to worry so much about money, but about the product because people always want to launch big, mm -hmm. but have you worked out the logistics behind the scenes? It's and so difficult, I know. You do what I'm I do. Trying that and move. Trying yeah. so much mm -hmm. not to move my production from Ghana. Mm -hmm. It's been a, a challenge because communication is one thing. Yesterday I woke up at three o'clock because somebody called me with a question like this that they could have waited three hours for. So you know, how, how do you grow? You know, we want to grow, but you have everything it takes to grow. Mm. So I slowed down on the whole website, but this year I realized I need to have a website because mm. I, I have grown where I have to be able to put things out there for people to buy. Yeah. I also wanted to have that whole personal shopping part of the business where mm. I feel like when you see this shirt, I have this fabric, I have this fabric, we can change this look for you, right? We can take okay. the color off and make it just like a, a shorter collar, like what they call Chinese collar, or we can even reposition this part of the fabric somewhere else. So there's that element that I like where I'm dealing with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So most of my clients, most of the people that buy from me are custom, right? So they look at something that I've seen. I like this idea, but I don't like the look of it. Can you change the fabric? And then when we do that, they're able to buy six, seven shirts, right? We can combine one. So I'm growing, but I don't want to be like anybody else. I want to have my own unique business you want it to be being nana exactly yeah. yes. wow uh precious says when it comes to pricing and buying made in ghana products they think it is so expensive because it is made in ghana that is so so yeah. true yeah. i saw an interesting question here that i really really wanted to I'm, I'm trying to find it the comments are crazy today and i can't keep up i'm i promise i saw it on. i know uh Kofisa seven nana i still need an outfit from you and i'm in okay, time yeah. to catch up after yeah, this i can come take your measurements you know i like to take um you know because some guys will call you and they say this one thing i learned they, mm -hmm. even this friday i had a show and the guy walks up to me and i said he said i like your shirt but you don't have it in my size i said what's your size he said i'm a medium i said no you're not he said, yes, I am. I said, no, you're not a medium. Well, you're not a medium in my stuff. That's what I told him because mm -hmm. he kept on going on. And I said, you are large. He said, really? I said, yes, you wear large in my stuff. I put the shirt on. He wears, he's like, wow. And he bought it, right? So, wow. you know, even men, we don't even know our bodies. Um, women Incredible. women have to measure hair. They have to measure hair and they have to measure <laughs> weight, right? You have to measure your, body, your waist, your hip. Yes. Right? And there's a difference. There are two types of waist on women, right? There's a belly button and there's a lower waist. So when you're making pants, I didn't know woman, that. Yes, when you're making pants for a woman, is is this sitting, you know, on the on the above the hip? That's the lower waist um, waist for pants. If you're making a dress and you're you know you're curving it, it needs to curve where the navel is. So women's body, you have to learn. They're forced to learn their body because you need your bra size. You need your yeah. you know, men large, medium, extra large. And a lot of men are walking around wearing the wrong size, right? Oh, no, <laughs> God. That, that has all kinds of deeper meanings right now. <laughs> to figure it out. And especially mm. in this society where 
we don't we can't afford made to order right you can't go like Ghana where you can go and get measured so I give my clients that that um service where if I drive 30 minutes to come and take your measurements now I have your measurement right so I'm not only counting that you're buying a $60 shirt or you're buying a $70 shirt but I'm counting on how many shirts you're going to end up buying from me right because everybody that's bought something from me I can tell you this always buys more wow right um so i mean i can unless i mean everybody that buys something buys something wow. again wow. um one reason or, or the other i don't know maybe the way they look it's in there really really good yeah and now Koa says please let me let me friend your friends okay hey don't do that so, <laughs> minette says you have incredible friends i do i do i do and you know i i take the time to appreciate the people in my life because i think mm. One of my blessings is is having great people around me, and I think I take credit for picking the right people too. <laughs> this is true because sometimes you just don't, and that is not good at all. Again, the true yeah. mark of a person is when you're in trouble, and actually your friends will come to you yeah. to help because yeah. you've been helpful to them. So that actually, um, you know, speaks a lot to your character. When you work in hospitality, when you walk through the door, you leave your problems at the door. Okay, I guess. You recorded me. Yeah, but that's great. Thank you. <laughs> Uncle Fisher says, I'd like to meet this guy. Seems like. <laughs> Fisher is always like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where do you get it from? And the people say, amen. Let me tell you, these comments, oh, I need to up my glasses color then. I have been too safe with them, and I have about seven pairs currently. No, don't Ooh, do that. That's your friend right there. <laughs> Every glasses has to tell a different story. Every glasses has to go with a different. You need a neutrals. And then you need a popping, right? You need a, a brown or a black that you can just wake up. And sometimes I wake up and I don't even know. And you know what? People would say nice glasses, and I always have to do this. <laughs> I don't know which one I have on. You're like, wait, which one do I got today? <laughs> I really, really, really love that. Um, I was just notified. I do believe that um your sister, your beautiful sister, was oh, watching mommy. at some point. Oh, she was she's still here. Mommy, if you're here, just give us a wave and we salute you. At some point she did say not only did you design her wedding dress, you also designed her prom dress. She was one of the oh yeah yeah was actually you know one of the best dressed at her prom. Yeah. So we salute you sis. Thank you so much for watching. There's so many people watching and I can't keep up uh, if you ask the question that I didn't see, can you please, please, please put it back in there? And I'm sure Nana will go back and, and you know, kind of respond yes, in, yeah. in typing and stuff yeah. like that. Um, wow. Lep, you brought out all the big guns, okay? <laughs> wow. You know what? I don't think I promoted this enough um, because I figured it was 730 in the morning. I'm, mm. I'm an early person. Like today... I woke up at four. I didn't mean to wake up at four, but I woke up at four because I had to do some transactions um, in Accra. Um, but I didn't want to subject people to to being on live because I know right. that it's recorded mm -hmm. and they will watch it later. So I don't think I promoted it as much as I should have. Mm -hmm. But I think the message is there and people will get the opportunity to. to right. To, wow. Because, you know, yeah. even bringing Big Bro Nana out is like, you know, he. he I'm sure you mean. No, no, this is Nana Red Damois of Oh, Nana, no, no, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, 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 he's a hermit, a little bit. <laughs> so, but he says, LOL, Zoe, I like how you react when you are shocked. And he shocked me a lot today, right? Yeah. All those things that we didn't know about, uh, you know, Nana before. Thank God he's telling us some of them now. Uh, Shirley says, you can't be a king or queen 
if you cannot be a servant. I know, right? That is crazy. That is crazy. The, the comments are a lot. I, I'm trying to figure out, okay, Uncle Idana says, Idana is one of our, our producers, line producers, says, I love the mentality. It's them. It's not you. Killing the stereotype with just being you. See, that's another great title for your show. You I know. know. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of ideas. You know, like I tell you, I listen. I've always listened. But now I, you know, I listen even more with intent, right? I listen to the things that you don't even know you're telling me, but you're telling me that, right? That's when you listen with intent, you know, because I'm saying everything that's coming out of your mouth, I'm going to take it and I'm going to do something with it, right? Mm. Even if it's bad, I'm going to repackage it and do and, something. Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Fisher says, Uncle Nana makes us look, look <laughs> old to our kids. <laughs> I think this name is going to stick. Uncle Nana, Uncle Nana. Even I'm going to just start calling you Uncle Nana. <laughs> I love that today was really more of a conversation because we never really get to do that onto my younger self. So thank you for bringing your new vibe. Like this is a whole is a whole vibe. And next time, because you're definitely coming back. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to put us to together for a master class. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. For a long yes, time yes, now. So producer Elsie, if you can please uh I know she's working behind the scenes. These guys are always working behind the scenes, but we want a master class. The other thing that I just thought about uh, with you in mind, I get ideas like this, which is anyway, I'm just gonna lay it on your feet. I think we need an online pop-up shop. I think it would be dope. And we can organize it and we can definitely, we'll wake up on a Tuesday morning and just have an online pop-up yes, shop. Yes, yes, the yes. reason why I say that Look at the way you just presented us with all of these beautiful things. Yes. I dare say these are going to go that fast. Mm -hmm. um, another lady I've been very impressed with coming out of Ghana is Kua. Yes. Kua right? I mean, oh Me. my God, I yeah. love her stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm trying to work with Where Ghana yeah. uh, to bring their stuff here. Why can't we all? And I think I've floated this idea before. I think Nana definitely, and I'm going to put it out there. Please do not steal this idea. It's not for you. <laughs> so just come at him only if you have money. Okay, We're not looking for slackers right now. Okay, I think Nana definitely has the capacity, and I'm being serious now, uh, to own the Ghana Mall, the first Ghana Mall in the middle of Times Square. I think it can happen. Okay um or listen we take the south we don't care but it will be the ghana mall where all these guys you know the m sims the the horseman shoes the watch guy whose name i forget now you know um keys and credo uh uh, uh Kua, all of these so you just go into that mall to buy ghana stuff and of course the uk guys i know not nakoa is also um you know she's a very very uh uh incredible seller she sells a lot online we have so much talent coming out of Africa. If only we would come together. Yeah. So I'm putting yeah. it out there. Yes. And I think we can do it. So Nana, I'm putting this at your feet. I know you have a great conference coming up, but when you do come back from Accra, you, <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna bother you. You're gonna see me going, hey, fine boy. Anyway, that's what I said. <laughs> fine boy, fine boy, fine boy. <laughs> All righty, we're going to try to wind down now, Joyce. Wow, hi, it's so good to see you. She says, that's why I need my size. <laughs> so, you know, the women, I, you know, I, I tried the whole women thing and I, I realized, you know, you always have to look. That's why every time you do something, you have to set a goal, right? Mm -hmm. My core value, the reason why I did the fashion thing was because, you know, remember I told you about most men, don't even know their size, right? Wow. Um, you would see a girl or a lady go to an event, say a funeral, 
and she'll be wearing her nice cover and slate or a nice outfit that she, maybe she bought a Christie Brown or where or what have you. She'll have her nice Kua bag um, or Selena Bear bag. Mm-hmm. And then a guy is wearing a shirt and pants. <laughs> really? You know, you're not coordinating with your wife there. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? Let me provide an avenue for the guys to also get something to match the girls. Mm-hmm. And I realized that most men don't like colors, right? So um, let me put a little bit of it, you know, there, not too much of it, like something like this, right? Like something like what I'm wearing. Right. It just has the front, you know, which is a, a batik, and then the back is, you know, a plain. So just incorporate a little, because when you do the African print on a man, it's a lot, right? For Ooh. most men, they can embrace it. So when I try to do the women thing, it was because of the pressure that I was getting. And trust me, I can design for women. I know that for a fact. Shoot. Um, also my my design concept has been very simple you know keep it what already exists not trying to do anything crazy shirts are shirts you know pants are pants don't do anything crazy wow. with it this is not a met gala but when i started doing the women's stuff the first few outfits that i made where although they loved them it was oh no no you know what I'm a size four, but you know, I'm a little bit heavy on the top. <laughs> so, so can you make it a little bit? Oh, no, no, you know, but my hips is not fitting. That's too much work. <laughs> you're not you're not up for that. Anyway, Charlene right. says Dana has me on standby. Wait, Charlene, that is, Charlene is on mute. Oh. So, so what I'm working on are shirt dresses for women. Mm. Um, and Charlene is that girl. Charlene, um, her style is I would say classic and effortless. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the few girls that I know that doesn't wear a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, she just wakes up and go, and she likes she to wear like that. Yeah, you know, she likes to wear like you know toned down um, stuff. Like she does a lot of the neutrals, the black, the white, mm-hmm. but she can accessorize them with a, with anything. And she likes you know that silhouette of you know a dress that just drapes down, nothing mm-hmm. too much going on. So. When I think about a shirt dress, she's somebody that I think of because she's that person that can pull it off. I just haven't made it happen, but I'm working on that, Charlene. Ooh, girl, it's coming at you. It's coming at you hard, okay? Uncle Fisher says men's bodies, no problem. Big stomach or six pack. That's it. And nothing. I know, right? Yep. (laughs) I have have, have a friend where every time we're making something for, we have to, you know, I have to tell that because he's smaller, but he has a big stomach. So my tailor would say, oh, I don't find any almost on the right. moment he says that we know who he's talking about so i told my friend that we've been laughing at him because we have to make room for that right you can't use, you can't use stomach you can't use when you have a bigger stomach i tell the guys when you have a bigger stomach your stomach becomes your chest you know you use the measurement of your stomach for the chest because if not your your shirt will look like an a-line shirt Wow. See, yeah. I did not know that. This is like a whole masterclass we're taking today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let's yeah. see. Let's see. Elsie uh, says, this reminds me of something I read yesterday. People need to go from being transactional to being relational or strategic. The former just looks at the one deal. Successful people build relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I, if I learned anything in the last 20 something years in hospitality, it's all relationship. I mean, I work for Marriott. Marriott is the, is the number one. Now we like to say the travel company, but the number one hotel company. When I started with Marriott, we, our goal was to be 2,000 hotels. And my time with Marriott, we grew to over 7,000 hotels worldwide. That didn't happen because somebody had money. 
it happened because all of us that work for the organizations built and maintained the relationship. So when somebody thinks about something, they call you, even when they don't, they know you can't do it. They call it you because they know you can make it happen. So that's something that I've learned that is a part of me that I can't lose, right? I have to take it with me. So even with my brand, it's all about relationship. If you buy it and you don't like it, let's make it work. You know, it's not, I don't think, you know what? I'm only getting $20 on this. Why are you stressing me out, right? It's the thousand dollars that I would get eventually is what I'm focused on. And not the 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 twenty dollar thing that I've brought things for people that I've lost money on, right? Mm. Because I'm solving a problem, right? I you need to go somewhere on Friday and you needed something. You told me last Friday, I get it made on Friday, on Saturday, it gets on DHL. Are you willing to pay forty dollars? Some of them are not, some of them are, but you need it so bad, I want to make it work. And next time they come to me. So it's about the relationship and it's about solutions, Mm. right? Yeah. And once you help people solve their problem, the next time they come to you. So oh. it's not all about money. The money I'm going to make because I do need to make a lot of money. <laughs> you do need to make a lot of money. Uh, Lucien says Nana is the best of them. And the job oh, thank you, Lucien. I with you. I really, really do. She's my uh, There's Lucien so many people sister. here today. I know. And I just can't even keep up. I really can't, guys. I promise I'm not being mean when... <laughs> Um, my bro uncle says, Urbark, have you noticed the laughter? Everyone should just laugh. The world is much, much better with laughter. That is so true. And he speaks, he's again our producer, but he's like you. Oh my god, Uncle you then I can you can just be calling, you can, you know, for example, you can say, I, I don't even know what kind of insult to use, but you can say Uncle Yidana, you have a black face. And he will just bust out laughing, you know? And I'm like, why are you laughing so much? But I get it because again, much like you, he is, he looks so young. And he, how old are you, Uncle Yidana? I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna <laughs> But today has been incredible, incredible. Um, the last lesson I believe Beverly Ross is saying is, relationship is valuable in business and i absolutely absolutely agree guys you and everyone is here because of relationships yes. some are, a lot of them are here because yeah. of you they heard yo he's gonna come he's gonna tell some incredible stories and they woke up early for you, thank Nana, you. Thank thank you. my thank goodness you. um i'm waiting for producer to tell me we're good to go and that nana should come back again oh, um, yeah. my personal question for you is what is and this is going to be the last uh yeah. what is your advice for immigrant kids kids really are one of them yes oh immigrant kids i think that the best thing that they have and when you say immigrant kids i want to make sure i'm answering the question because are you talking about kids first generation americans I'm or you talking, talking about kids who have migrated with their parents to come here because it's two different let's do both because okay. you migrated here, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, so I, 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 where you came from, you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, and you know, when I started the story, I skipped six years of my life, right? Um, because I was born somewhere else, mm-hmm. and I wasn't born in in Ghana, but I ended up in Ghana, and I ended mm-hmm. up here. Um, and I think that you know, in the past. Wait, you just dropped information just like that. You were born somewhere else? I was born somewhere else. I lived in Ghana and I lived here. And Is I that think not I, information you want to share? Because I'm no, so I'm not going to share that. Um, uh, I guess I'm going to find out backstage. People around me know, but, you know, this these things go far. And sometimes uh-huh. you want to hold on. I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so um, 
you know, one thing they have to to realize and appreciate is that it's almost like you have three things and somebody has one thing, right? Mm. The diversity of having experienced a different culture is a strength mm. and not a weakness, right? Mm. People look at an accent as a weakness because in America, when you have a different accent, the first thing they say is, where is that accent from? And yeah. most right there, people feel alienated, right? Mm. They feel like they're being drawn out of the crowd, like you're not mm. from here, right? But that right there is an advantage. So mm. use that to your advantage. Um, the different cultures, the different cuisines, the different um, things that you bring to the table. When you're in the room, because, and you know, it said that I travel a lot, because of your diversity, what you bring in the table to the table is powerful because it's global, right? So my my advice to them is that this is your new home. Make this your home. That back home mentality that people have sometimes can be a disadvantage, right? This is where you found yourself. This is your home. Just, I have that mindset of, I have multiple homes, right? When I go to Accra, Accra never feel like home to me now. But when I go to Accra, I make Accra home, right? That two months that I'm there for, that six weeks that I'm there is home. Um, so when you find yourself in a space, make it home, right? Because when you make it home, you bring your whole self to it. Uh, the generations that came before us were always rushing to go do something back home. And most of them are caught in between where you've invested so much there, you've invested less here, this is where your kids are, this is where your next life is going to be, and you're confused, right? Concentrate on where you are, make it home, and then whatever you reap from here, you can do other things elsewhere, right? Wow. So that's that's the advice that I would give to them, is that now that you're here, make this your home, but do not forget where you came from. That's, that's just a simple advice. Not forgetting where you came from, makes you aware of who you are and what you bring to the table. Don't become all American and don't become all African. Become who you are, which is a mix of both. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. And I, I knew there was a reason why I had to ask because there's a lot of um, first generation African parents that yeah. watch this yeah. show and it normally would translate to their kids also watching. Yeah. And I know a lot of those kids, shoot myself included, and I'm not a kid. There's always like that identity crisis going on in, in the back yeah, of your yeah. mind. Where do I really fit and all yeah, that? So yeah, yeah. I truly, truly thank you for that. Um, as a mommy says, that's great advice for the kids. This is true. Um, Audrey says, see how hospitality Nana avoided that personal question. So genuine. This is also true. I love that you actually were just able to say, you know, this is not a question I want to answer. Oh, which one was that? Did I miss oh, it? No, 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 no. It was, you know, the question about where else, where were you born? Because, oh yeah and yeah. that's the genuineness of of of, of <laughs> nana Sapon, which i yeah. absolutely love most times people think because it's ghana made should be less costly oh, okay i think we've already read yeah, 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 probably just bounce yeah. back again um you're right shipping costs a lot I believe so. This is true. Shipping yeah. costs a yeah. lot, just shipping from Ghana. I'm yeah. right there. Um, guys, <laughs> keep the comments coming. This is incredible, but I'm gonna, we're going to have to unhook at some point. We we budgeted for an hour, and look at us. It's an hour 34 minutes. Wow. So. <laughs> Does fine. it feel like an hour 34? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And you know what? I can talk for three hours, so that's no just Listen, there. you and me, <laughs> that's the boat I'm in. Last week, we had the incredible book lunch, and after that, people People are saying, did you do that for three hours straight? And I didn't notice it was three hours until it was yeah. done. So <laughs> there is that. But guys, I want to take time to say thank you to each and every one of you who showed up. We really, really appreciate you. To my younger self, 
we are because you are. You know what I mean? You're here because of us and because of you, we get to tell stories and we get to invite incredible, incredible people. In fact, we put Nana on the spot one time. I forget who was on and he came on. He probably was just passing through, made one comment and he just got caught in the net. Like I know. <laughs> and at that time, July sounded so far away. It was like, I know. Be on and sometimes I say, yeah, I say, how about July? I'm like, July? That's like three months <laughs> Because that's the beauty of to my younger self. We're all normally booked three months in advance that's incredible yeah. again because of you guys we have grown very genuinely and very authentically because of you guys people now just say wow to my younger self yes i'll come on and that reminds me coming up next week is an incredible amazing fascinating woman uh this woman when she does the impressions that she's gonna probably share with you next week you're gonna be blown away but i saw her uh do an impression of queen elizabeth and i was blown away <laughs> yes into missa is gonna be here my friends do not miss it if you know and this is not to qualify her but think about funny uh, uh uncle quickus into misa right and now translate that to yeah i honestly believe yeah would kill it on the stage if she ever did a, a a one woman show my goodness that woman is incredible so coming up next week we're going to have the funny absolutely writers um uh yasin timisa joining us to also share stories and just you know talk about africa in general so yes please join us join us join us uh what again do i want to share housekeeping listen as Africans, we have to support each other in every possible way. So what I want you to do for me is this. Please find find this incredible Nana the Seventh. I have so many names for him, it's incredible. Nana, right? <laughs> Nana the Seventh, fine boy Nana. <laughs> my parents are coming up with new names. I just found out my parents have been calling me a name behind the scenes last week. Oh my God, do you want to share that? <laughs> so my mom tells me, my dad calls me Kwabna Yesu, right? And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? It said, you know, we wake up every morning, we find out you're somewhere, right? They'll wake up. Most of the time, I don't I don't tell even my mom where I'm going. And she's 45 minutes away from me. And she wakes up in the morning and I'm in somewhere in Europe. And she's like, okay. She's gotten used to it now. Um, so they call me Kwabna Yesu because apparently Jesus was all over the place. <laughs> Are you a Kwabna or I'm a Kwabna oh, Tuesday that makes sense. <laughs> It's my day. Oh, well, that's why we do it on Tuesdays because today yeah. is my day too. Yeah. Although mine is not necessarily a banana, uh, it's a different one from where I come from. But yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what I want you to do is find Kwabna Yesu, please, <laughs> <laughs> on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, YouTube, even because his videos, man, my goodness. And please, please, please patronize him. Okay, let us put money back in Africa. That's the ultimate goal. On Sundays, what I want you to do is go on Facebook, but most importantly, go on YouTube and find music for your quality feet. Okay, incredible music, the amazing Uncle A Coffee Show, DJing, my goodness. So now I'm always thinking about Uncle Fisher and I'm thinking, I wonder what his students think about him, okay? Because I would not concentrate. I'll just be thinking, hey, professor, 
I, you know, I would be asking about music the whole time. You know, I wouldn't be concentrating. But please find him on Sundays, and that's again where you'll find Kwabna Yesu because he's dancing there all the time too. But that's another great show to patronize. The other one I want you to think about on Thursday evenings, if you not if, please make time for Humanity Chat with Margie Marge, okay? She interviews people from all over the world. Margie Marge is, um, as she uh, um, describes herself, the <laughs> a cheerleader for most people, period. So please find Margie Marge on Humanity Chat and also on her podcast, You Will Not Be Sorry You Did. Of course, find Kua also on there, on the, on, on, in, on the internet. She's doing a lot of online pop-up uh, uh, shops now not online but actually in person so i know she just mm -hmm. did los angeles she just did um um uh whatchamacallit atlanta, atlanta. she's mm -hmm. coming to dc very soon so please show her a lot of support um and she's coming to new york listen all things being equal yours truly is planning to be there live in college is gonna be incredible just show up let's show up mm -hmm. for each other that's what this is all about telling stories from our younger selves this is what this is all about, just showing up for each other. Find Brand L. Thai all the way in the UK. If you're in the UK, please, please find Stan the Man, El Jefe himself, Brand L. Thai. You will not be sorry, okay? Um, who else am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting something. Where Ghana, yes, I forgot myself. Listen, Where Ghana is coming to the US, uh, Where Ghana is an incredible brand, also in Ghana, and to my younger self and Where Ghana are teaming up so we can sell Where Ghana. Uh, in America, again, because of shipping, it's so hard, right? So we're finding a way to bring that product. So it's not a To My Younger Self product, no. We're just kind of being the escrow. Is that escrow? I always use that word wrong. We're holding it for them. <laughs> Let's put it that way. We're holding it for them and we're selling it to you so that the shipping is not too much. So if you're in the United States and you need somewhere, Ghana, please, please find it. Uh, it's gonna, the information is going to come very, very soon. I hope I'm not missing out anyone, but for any African that's doing something incredible, please remember to patronize them. You will not be sorry. Okay, let's put the money back where it belongs. Dana, what we normally do, actually, I think I'm going to change it. <laughs> what we normally do is, oh, one last thing before we go. To My Younger Self is a viewer-supported platform, okay? So please, you don't have to. But if you feel like you have a couple dollars, a couple pounds, listen, we don't even care. Uh, Switch francs, we will take it all. <laughs> but How about you, Zimbabwean dollars? It's all good. Just as long as it's like three billion Zimbabwean dollars, we're cool. <laughs> that would translate to maybe five dollars. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if you feel like you have a little, uh, you know, at the end of the month and you want to support us so we can keep wearing fancy t-shirts like this, funny ones that, you know, kind of generate conversation in the back, please, please, please uh, just send it our way at, uh, it's coming up now, <laughs> join the movement, I'm reading it. <laughs> Help us keep telling positive African stories, send your support, Ooh, this thing is slow, via Cash App to um, dollar sign T-M-Y-S, the number seven. Thank you in advance for your love and support as always. All right, guys. Nana, the last word that you have for uh, people. Yes, a fever. Oh, yeah, that's a fever voice. That is quite yeah, the world. Is, yes. yeah. I was like, oh, did I forget her? No, I didn't. I definitely didn't. <laughs> 
All right, Nana, take us away. What would be your last, last statement? Um, I think my last um, thing is that um, let's not all forget where we were two years ago. Um, you know, when COVID started, we, we became the best people in the world. Um, we found out how quick this world can just shut down um, because we are literally shut down. And I think what we did was that we became humans again, right? We, we became very conscious of our environment. We um, started appreciating who we were, who others were. Um, and it seemed like we're moving away from that as the world is opening up. So I just want to leave all of us with a reminder that we should use um, what happened 2020, 2021, and even now, um, because we're still technically in a pandemic, um, let's be reminded of, of humanity. You know, let's be reminded of how connected this world is because something that happened or initially started from China affected the entire world. Um, so we, we live in a global world and whatever you do affects someone one way or the other. So let's not um, forget where we, we're coming from because we have survived what others didn't survive. Wow. So let's keep that in mind. And I think that when we keep that in mind, will continue to do good to others. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Only from the one and only Nana Safon Kwabnayisu himself. <laughs> Original fine boy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All around entertainer and just incredible person. I want to say thank you. Keep hope alive. Okay. No matter what's going on in your life, I want you to keep showing up for life. Just keep showing up for life. It's going to get better. I'm talking Thank to myself, you. believe me. <laughs> Just keep we all need that self-affirmation and yes. self-motivation <laughs> yes. and what have you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So keep yeah. showing up for life. It's gonna mm -hmm. get better. Uh, from Nana. Uh, and myself in the studio i want to say thank you we absolutely you. love you thank you for your support and i'm gonna unhook we will see you next week with ya city misa have a wonderful 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 rest of the week guys bye-bye thank you bye-bye <laughs>